Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For the cheese heads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. It's made this team very one-dimensional, unfortunately, and that's the piece that I struggle with. And it makes what we're, what Jordan Love is doing even more impressive in my mind because yeah. mm-hmm. he's literally working with a fairly one-dimensional offense. Um, but it also, to me, makes what A.J. Dillon has been able to turn this season into for himself very impressive because he started off the season like in a pretty abysmal spot. And he's – look, what he's doing on the ground, not great. I mean, yesterday, 14 – for 43 yards, averaging 3.1 yards a carry. Fine. Okay day. But like you said, in in the air, three catches for 38 yards, that's 12.7 yards per catch. So, yeah. So, if it means using your backs in some creative ways, then sure. Um, It's just not a sustainable long-term plan. And I mean, like we saw it, especially I think against the Chargers with Jaden Reed getting involved. And some of that you could argue is out of necessity. But if necessity has to breed creativity, don't let it like you should be able to do these kinds of things without it having to be a need. And, you know, we talked about the Packers not having over 500 yards of, you know, in the receiving game. But A.J. Dillon, yards from scrimmage, 632. Jaden Reed is right behind him at 578. So they're not receiving yards, but these are guys that are putting up some significant numbers and are making contributions. And I, in an article I wrote for She Said TV, the six-pack, Dylan and how he deserves some kudos. And the comments ripped me apart because they said that his rushing numbers do not warrant any type of kudos. And that's fine. Like, you can feel that way, but... Yeah he is also a security blanket for Jordan and some of these little dump offs and check downs that Jordan was not hitting in the beginning of the season. He, you know, that's a ball that he throws away or that's a ball that's intercepted because he throws it into triple coverage. The fact that he chucks it down for one yard and AJ Dillon can go pick up 12 yards. That's what you want from your offense. So yeah. give them their kudos for making smart decisions when they're playing football. Everything yeah. is not going to be five yards of carry and that's okay. Yeah. But the running yeah. needs to be better. No, I, you. I mean, yesterday, again, like the Packers were playing with a lead the whole game. And you would think that that would be a place where they're just pounding the rock and they only had 70 yards on the ground. That's without, sorry, that's if you take away Jordan Love's, you know, 37 yard scramble. So with Jordan's scramble, they're over 100 yards on the ground. I'm sorry, I don't count that. That was like QB read at the end of the game to like basically seal it. That's not great. You know, like that, that's not great. So it's fun that Matt was like, hey, we have a lead and I don't care. I'm going to let my young QB keep slinging it. But that could come back to bite them. You need to be able to pound on the ground, run the clock, own the time of possession. Just like not, I said it already, but like not be so one dimensional because other secondaries and other teams were going up against Packers are about to go up against the chiefs. 
you know, if they get into a situation where hell, they have a lead against the Chiefs, you run that ball, man. You don't give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> you do everything humanly possible not to. And that consists of running the football until they stop you. And the Packers can't do that right now. Yeah. So let's let's talk really quickly about Sean Ryan because once again in spot duty. I think like he came in and his first rep was against Aiden Hutchinson and it was, you know, it's like the Aaron Donald thing from a couple weeks ago. He's being put in these really, you know, intense situations and he's playing well. So this rotation that they're doing, whether it's from injuries or guys getting benched, like whatever it is, stop, (laughs) just stop with the, the constant rotating because that's hard for the entire line to find cohesion and give Sean Ryan some reps. He's a third round pick. Yeah. See what he's got. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna take. I think probably an injury, but that's what it, it feels like. At the very least, it's great to see that their depth looks good. I don't I, the line is so confusing. And I, I think, think the line is the answer to the run game, to be quite honest with you. I think running's in a contract year. So I think some of these guys, yeah, it's it's maybe they're which and that's you know it's going to derail the show so we don't have to get into it, but it feels like for better or worse, sometimes the Packers are so adverse to making changes in season. And they're like, Oh, well, running going to be the guy next season. And it's like, well, that doesn't help you in season when you could be making these adjustments like with Keyshawn Nixon and <laughs> returns last year, but that's, we don't, that's a rabbit hole for a, a different day. Yeah. Let's talk about the defense because okay. the defense also gets their flowers for, not having Jair and not having Devondre Campbell and who else? Rudy Ford, Darnell Savage. And they said it pretty sure, right? Secondary. They read your tweets and they weren't happy about it. <laughs> and they played. I mean, first of all, Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary, Rashawn Gary. Three sacks, two forced fumbles. Did you know that going into the like into this game, Rashawn Gary and Aiden Hutchinson had like identical stat lines? That's crazy because I feel like Aiden Hutchinson gets so much, like, you know, and, fanfare. And Hutchinson's on the field like ninety percent of their snaps, which is insane. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's not sustainable. And Rashawn Gary's Rashawn's a beast. doing it, and Rashawn's doing it in like forty-seven percent of defense. I snaps. believe it. Rashawn Gary's amazing. Rashawn Gary is like defensive player of the year level talent with like out people understand like seeing it and i don't know why that is like why do we not call him a game breaker is it because he's not playing 70 80 percent of snaps like i think because he you only notice the splash plays and he does all the other little things and also just the packers defense isn't very good as a whole you know but Man, what a game for Rashawn. A year and change after tearing his ACL. Deservedly got the game ball for Matt LaFleur. Cried again in the locker room because he's an angel. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, but again, like I think in tandem with the offense starting to put things together, you're seeing the guy, you know, Rashawn put things together and starting to wreck games. And the Packers have gone up against a number of elite pass rushers who have single-handedly wrecked games for them. And I feel like Rashawn was that for the lions in this game. He just really single-handedly said, Oh, 
only depth in our secondary? No problem, guys. I got it. <laughs> I'll make it easy for you today. Yeah. And Jonathan Owens, you wanted to talk about him too. I mean, Jonathan Owens, what led the team with 12 tackles, you know, really was flying all over the place. He picked up the force fumble and had the foresight to run it in for the touchdown because he didn't hear the whistle. And luckily the refs got this one right. Um, yeah, everyone stepped up. Uh, Anthony Johnson Jr., eight tackles. Corey Ballantyne, Isaiah McDuffie. Quay, having Quay back is so nice too. Look, this defense, my issue with this defense has never been with the players. It has always been with the scheme. Um, right. But I do love, again, when the opportunity presents itself to see that the depth can rise up and make big plays. And they did in this game. They made so so many big plays that it really turned the tide and allowed the offense to capitalize, to score points, and to never give never give the lead back. I think you could argue this was Lucas Van Ness's best game as a pro. I thought he played exceptional. He even got downfield for a couple tackles. Carl Brooks having a force fumble. Like the depth <clears throat> in some of the later rounds that Goody's able to find. Anthony Johnson Jr., you said at eight tackles already. I thought he played great. I think you're looking at one of your starters at safety next year, potentially. Yep. Um, so just a really impressive game from the defense. And really quickly before we wrap, go ahead. Go ahead. Henny pushing that offensive lineman back to the moon. Oh, my God. My family was screaming, <laughs> screaming on the couch. Actually, I think that might have been the play that we got, like, up for. We were like, look at Kenny. <laughs> But no, really quickly, before we wrap this up, I was just going to say something that, you know, I really want to mention is the penalties, because that was a knock against this offense and this defense, honestly, quite frankly, the whole team was the self-inflicted wounds. They would have been in so many more games, and I think they could have won a handful more of these games if they weren't repeatedly shooting themselves in the foot. And we've seen it. They've cleaned things up. They've won the turnover battle. They're protecting the football, and they're just... We said the the easy things look hard and the easy things don't look hard anymore. And I think that's like my biggest takeaway from the last couple of weeks is that they finally are just take a deep breath. They're doing the little things right. And it's compounding into these big moments where they're actually winning football games. 